Welcome back to Restless, a grounded and serious show. Here we go, 100k, we made it. <laughs> we made it to 100k, everybody. We are so thankful to be here. We are coming at um, some content that we actually had a listener reach out and said, I would love to hear your response to this. So Most of, uh, most of this stuff, that's what we're doing, right? And if you want to send us something, that would be great. If you have something that you're like, man, I bet Restless would love this. Um, I bet they would have an interesting take. I bet I would love to see them just laugh and not be able to tell me even what this is about. Hey, send it our way. That's right. And so we actually had... Um, we asked for show ideas a while back. These aren't the shows we're doing. We had requests on things. I thought we had a really interesting one. Someone asked us, why is there such a debate right now around natural revelation and the suspicion of it? Interesting, um, yeah. Or the, regarding it, we had someone say, hey, just do Doug Wilson. And so maybe someday uh, I'll give my advice to fans of Wilson and his critics. We had someone, again, ask us, we've had this a number of times, ask us to do Radical. Oh, yeah. Dude, uh, and we had, of course, another request that we actually follow up and do John Piper's Seashell Sermon, which we talked about doing when we heard it. And, well, I mean, these all go onto a list, basically, and we'll, we're will we going to try to get to everything. That's right. right. A- anything that you send us, we'll try to get to, unless it's, like, a little far afield. But, That's right. But we'll try. And so today, though, we are doing something else a listener asked us uh, to talk about. So some of you know... Um, uh, Pastor Thabiti Anabwile has again been uh, in the heat and uh, kind of brawling out on social media again. And so, this listener, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop out any identifying details, but basically had a son uh, whose youth pastor left the faith, but recently said this tweet this tweet thread was total fire. I know what the tweet thread the context of the tweet thread is, which I'm gonna share with Pastor Michael. But Pastor Michael, it is. Which side of this is a little more concerning? That um, the sadness of this kind of uh, youth pastor who left the faith, or that this now lost person is saying, this guy gets it. Yeah, this is real. Yeah, I don't, I guess I don't want to go too far into that or like draw too many, uh, you know, uh, inferences from it. Just because I think there are probably things that I would say that I know people that hate God would also affirm. Sure. And so I, I wouldn't want to draw too much um, from that alone, but it might at least raise some questions, especially if we're talking about somebody who has walked away from the faith, which is not you know seemingly uncommon right now because of a bent toward some like more like progressive social justice or like these types of issues that seem to come up a, a lot around the BD. Yeah, so... Thabiti was at a conference called the the Jude 3 conference. And I'm actually before, I've not read this full tweet thread. And I'm actually going to start by largely defending Thabiti against people that you would usually expect us to agree with um, on these kinds of issues. And so the Jude 3 project is an apologetics conference and it is geared towards the African-American community. So it's geared towards asking questions, answering questions, presenting the faith to the African-American community. And I think the the thing to say is it is probably mainstream evangelical, which means it is not nearly as conservative as we would be. If that that's not any surprise, obviously, you know, restless, we are a confessional. We are conservative in, in most ways when people say that. And even then the kind of mainstream reformed evangelicalism, this would not be as conservative as that. And so 
But it's a, a group of people trying to do apologetics. If you look at their website, the statement of faith is pretty pretty loose, but it's it's got it seems to have a number of the elements of the gospel, right? And so the reason I bring that up is because Thabiti was at one of their conferences and there he was on a he was on a panel he was on a panel with uh, what appeared to be women pastors with him and they were asking and answering questions and so i'm going to read you the quote that he said that uh started what led to this tweet thread and what he said is some of you are in churches where you need to leave it's okay to leave and you need someone to tell you it's okay to leave because if that rascals in the pulpits espousing explicitly or in a veiled way white supremacy you don't need to sit under that, right? You're not obligated to sit under that. Sometimes leaving is healthy. But some of you are in churches with good pastors who are swimming in the eddies and the undertoes and the flood of this present moment, doing the best they can, fumbling sometimes, and sometimes getting stuff a bit right, but they don't go as far as you want them to. So you're mad, and you probably need to support that pastor because, and this is the part that people picked up on, because that pastor right now if he needs anything or she needs anything, it's cur- it's courage and encouragement. And so a number of the Southern Baptist brethren, uh, like Tom Buck and then later Owen Strahan, shared this saying, oh, so the media has come out and endorsed women pastors. Um, if you watch the clip, and I watched a compilation from this, um, this panel discussion he was on, the BD was there as the, like, conservative so guy. he's the guy on that far side yeah he is supposed to be the like conservative guy yeah. now when you watch the bd on this on this panel he's clearly uncomfortable yeah and he is not approaching the issues the way i would want to right uh-huh. there are people are talking about like we shouldn't be just because a woman votes for a democrat because she believes this person will support her transgender daughter we shouldn't let that say anything about her faith and the bd's like you know, I know what you're saying. We've got to take the word into mind, right? So he's not like, yeah. he's not doing what I, you would hope he would do. Where it's, where it's, you know, where probably there were times uh-huh. where we needed some more hard edge. Yep. But I think he's legitimately trying to hold his own. Yep. In he's, a, and yeah, he's in a difficult situation. You know, like he's, he's in a place that is going to naturally be a little bit more hostile to what he has to say and he's yep. trying to find a way to get reception to his ideas right. and, and that's you know like that's understandable at least yes and i mean in this conversation someone has talked about pronouns for god right and so i i think basically what happens is he says what he needs because he's used to speaking as male pastors and then says or what she needs because he knows because he's, he's in a group with people that like there are some women who are and pastors. so again thabiti is I, right, it's we've made it no secret that we think he has moved moved down the road. Like many new Calvinists, right? Yes. This is, that's why we're doing it, right? Right. Because like many new Calvinists, he seems to have gone in a weird direction that that's leaves right. some people saying, whoa, what happened? Like, what's going on? And so, but do I think that clip is the ultimate gotcha clip, right? It would be like Pastor Michael, and maybe you would just never do this. If you were sitting on some kind of community board in the community and there is a liberal female pastor and these kinds of things, right? The question is, why are you there? What, yep. you know, now... And you, even if, like, if at some point I refer to her as a pastor. Right. That is, like, even though I think that that's sinful, it's not right, it's wrong, it's against the word of God, it's rebellious, that doesn't make it wrong for me to say that she's a pastor in the sense that that is technically the title that right. she holds, right? Right. Now, the the only question, if you are a 
hardline Southern Baptist. And I understand that this is uh, this is some angst you feel is should I immediately leave a church with a woman pastor? Right? That is he right? Could someone see him as yeah. kind of endorsing that? I would say you need to leave, but I also know that there are churches that do teach the gospel that do have women pastors at the same yeah, time, right? That, right. That, Both of those things can be true. And this is actually, so this may, I mean, we'll see what, you know, what this turns into because I don't know the full context so, of this, which, you know, I'll see. But this is where, like, we could give some warning to, like, the, like, this is where the, like, culture warrior kind of uh, motif actually comes out a little bit. And it's like, you do got to be careful uh, because there are contexts that from one little video clip on the internet you may not be able to fully assess what's going on. And I, I don't recommend you watch this hour-long panel. It's not very enjoyable. I just watched some of the parts that were supposed to be the most problematic. And what I saw was him trying to swim in waters. You know, he's, because of where he's went, he's more comfortable in this scenario. But I think he found himself in a place he was not very comfortable in and was trying to be very agreeable, but present... Uh, basically the idea that the word of god was the final authority and that and right because what he would do is he wouldn't refute what the person was saying he would say i think we need to come to the word of god for that yeah. and then people would say things like well it's all about how you read it and you know like right it's just as you would expect yeah and so but he got uh yeah plenty of people took this as a moment and thabiti responded with a let's see how long this three this tweet thread is i haven't read it um but it is one two three four five six six tweets long so it won't take us very long yeah. um so i'll read it out loud and we'll we'll stop as we can so just so people are clear number one i happily accept the bible's teaching regarding qualified male leadership in the church it's our practice at our church number two i am not a misogynist culture warring pastor who thinks that women preaching and pastoring is a gospel issue now let me go ahead and say uh, okay, I get you. And what has TGC called a gospel issue recent years? What do we have? Black Lives Matter? Worksite safety? <laughs> yep. Um, migration, immigration is a big one that yep. gets um, uh -huh. re racial reconciliation, love, all kinds of things. Yeah. So if, if those are gospel issues, right? then the, how is this not? This is words? where we get to the like really big... This is where we get to these kinds of questions of what, how do you actually define gospel issue? Because how we've been using it is just like a really important thing. That's, you know, like instead of something that touches on the gospel. Because I've said that I think the problem with justifying female pastors from the scripture is that the hermeneutic you use, if you used faithfully through the scripture, would overthrow core teaching. Oh, yep, right. It absolutely does. Yeah. But you're but a but you aren't necessarily doing that yes right. right yeah so it's possible not to do that um and it's i mean to to throw in like you know i'm not a misogynistic you know like just assuming like okay that like the guys who are going after me for this are automatically misogynistic mm -hmm. they're automatically culture warring if you're in the same denomination as the which i assume some of these people are right is right. that is that right is he yeah at least tom buck is i think he's a southern baptist right? okay maybe not and so if he's not we could be wrong about that but um if especially if he is or if he like has really like a lot of credibility in these baptist circles and he seems to be in some way in this popular like clip celebrating some of these things or at least saying it in such a way that like it would make you think oh he might be okay with this it's not necessarily wrong to like 
say, hey, wait a minute, this is a problem. Don't listen to this. He's endorsed this. Um, well, I should say, it does seem to me a problem to like go as far as saying, you know, like, wow, he's endorsing this kind of thing. Yeah. But well, the response to that, ideally, I would say, should probably be one of like grace. You know, like if you're responding to your detractors who are saying that kind of thing, but that's not what you actually believe, you should be able to say, I know that it may be sounded that way. Because I, like it, if you say in a clip, you're talking about he or she, talking about a pastor, that you should, like he's telling people whether they should or shouldn't leave the church. Okay, like it it sounds like you're saying that it's fine for somebody to have a, a female pastor. Okay, so it sounds like you are uh, ascribing to something that is contrary to what you have always said that you right. believe. And so that raises an actual real question. And you should address that instead of saying anybody who's like saying this about me is misogynistic in a roundabout way. Perhaps the rest of these tweets might a bit <laughs> tilt. You, you say might like you've read ahead and I you don't think they do. I just started reading ahead. So I understand and accept that faithful Christians with genuine conviction and evenly scholarly understanding of the Bible may arrive at different positions on the issue. Some of them are even written by your wrote your favorite commentaries and books and are even heroes to the Theo bros. Truthfully, there has not been one theologically evangelical woman in pastoral ministry who has ever been a threat to the gospel, a threat to my household, a threat to my church, or an attacker or opponent on this bird app. Not one. So, Pastor Michael, do you know what a Theo bro is? Uh, to explain, I've seen the term, but man, I'm I guess I'm out of the. So, loop a Theo a bro bit. is generally a. It's used derogatorily, um, and it refers to the kind of guys who, yeah, like are going to be responding to Thabiti. I think someday we will do an episode on if we are uh, Theo bros technically <laughs> or not, and some people wear it as a uh, like they want to be. Yeah, yeah like, like they wear it a as cool, a badge yeah. of honor, uh -huh. but. It definitely started as a, um, yeah, as an insult, right? A pejorative of the Christian male that's gonna we prize truth over everything and no, you know, there's no, we're not gonna try to have compassion or right. That's the the pure like uh, way to talk about okay. these guys. So, um, so anyways, uh, I think we're we're coming closer in these tweets to some kind of an endorsement towards it, women in it ministry. It does right. So it really sounds that way, and it's it. It is just a, now it's Twitter, and we know. Uh -huh. I mean, it's hundred k. This is what we do, right? Yep. So uh, we're not we're not saying this is everything. And maybe he could clarify more, or maybe he did somewhere. I don't know. Uh, but to say something like, you know, the uh, uh, you know uh, a faithful gospel preaching sister, or to say you know a theologically evangelical woman in pastoral ministry. It's like you're starting to mix up terms yep. that like just historically and normatively we would not. Right. Right. To, to like endorse um, a, a certain kind of ministry that allows for the ordination of women in seeming contradiction to the express words of the Apostle Paul. You are uh, you are getting into a place where historically like you just wouldn't have think of that with these terms. Right. You know, like uh, faithful, theologically evangelical, like that. That's not quite, you know, like you can work them that way. You can work these terms in such a way that you allow for that, I think. But it's, it is working the terms a little bit. It's stretching them a little bit more than how we would typically use them. Right. And so he says then, I will take a faithful gospel preaching sister over any of these culture, 
warriors dividing the church any day of the week, and yes, especially twice on Sunday, since their labors bear the marks of discipleship far more fully and winsomely. Oh, there it is. Winsome. It's Winsome Winter. It's Winsome Winter. Beatty knows. He's, yep. he's, he's a listener. Yep. And win- <laughs> yeah. And winsomely than these unloving and divisive jerks. So get over yourself and get off my TL, my timeline. I will gladly acknowledge a woman pastor in the room that has them in the audience and on stage, not only because they so kindly accepted the invitation to debate, but because they are my sisters having human experience making their way. If you can't muster at least that level of courtesy, then you are the problem, no matter how correct your theology And if you think it's good to attack someone being respectful, then you are the one poisoning the unity of the church. Gird your loins and prepare for God's accounting. Wow. So that, I mean, that's intense. He's dropping the full hammer. Yeah. Like, in other words, like, God's judgment is coming for you if you uh, don't think I handle myself well. That's how this comes across. Right. Maybe that's not quite what he's saying, but that's how it comes across. So what, so, and if I think about what is this unbeliever picking up here? I think it's. What's the problem in the church today? It's not women who are pastors. It's not women who are in leadership. But it's these jerks, these guys who are going to just say what's true no matter what happens. Now, when he talks about he was at a debate, as I said, that was not, he was not approaching it as a debate, right? Like he was not uh disagreeing right right even in our episode our very friendly episode with the reformed baptist i think we were asking him harder questions than was being asked in this debate he was in right yeah so one of the things that strikes me all the time is that the people that speak the the most for like the importance of you know winsome words of charity of being kind of not being divisive usually don't have a problem being divisive um, toward the people they don't like. Yeah, right. so it's, it's always the people that are more like them or they like more. Uh, rather, that they're willing to say, yeah, I want to be kind. I want to give a listening ear. I want to, you know, uh, and, and I don't know that that's necessarily wrong. You know, like that that could be fine um, at times. Depends on, you know, like there's, there's a way in which in today's culture, uh, you know, listening to somebody becomes accepting and endorsing that's just true that's that's where we're at in a lot of ways um it's not always the case it's messy it's it's not clear which is why i want to give grace to thabiti going into a place where he knows he's going to be disagreed with and trying to be maybe a little bit more uh maybe maybe a little bit more winsome than we would want yep but also like trying his best to try to convince some of these people of what he believes if that's what he was doing like i i want to give some kind of respect to that i think so um however like then to respond to people and it's twitter so i mean people are nasty on twitter like yep. they, they can get crazy there's a lot of guys like you know exactly who you know who we're talking about like there's guys out there who are like they really should be under church discipline for how they operate online but they probably aren't because they're like they're the kind of baptist that it's just them and their right. bathtub you know what i mean like yep. it's like they they aren't under authority and that is wicked it's rebellious um it it is not right they and they're the kind of people that like if if someone in their church leadership did come to them and say you need to watch like how you're acting online they would say oh come on you're you're so weak and they would leave right that that is the sign of a really like uh, a really problematic and rebellious spirit yeah um 
I don't think that probably everybody that was questioning what Thabiti did is like that. And I think that in Thabiti's position, it would be very reasonable to say, I think you could have taken this the wrong way and they could have taken it the wrong way and I maybe didn't like handle myself the best. Or even if I think I did handle myself well, which he seems to, right? then like I think I handled myself well. Let me explain why I did this, which he kind of does, right? right. Like I was acknowledging that they're there, right? not acknowledging that which I want it to be this way. We grant from the beginning yep. that would be a logical way to, to do this. Yeah, like that that makes sense and, and we get that. Um, the sharp reaction yeah, makes the, me think the, something is up. The problem with how this, this, this tweet thread goes is by the end, you're going, it's starting to feel like the concerns or the accusations may have been more true, right? Like when you are by the end saying, yep. I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a woman pastor over all these fools and, if, you know, like, is he talking about random nasty people? Is he talking about like well-known like Baptist Calvinist Baptists yeah. that he would have shared, like that they would have shared speaking at conferences moments ago? Yeah, is that who he's talking about? Uh, he really seems to like this. This always comes up when we <laughs> when we find his tweets. Where it's always him reacting to somebody else, right? Yeah, interesting. And so uh, I wonder if maybe uh, Thabiti should take a. Uh, a lesson from Mark Driscoll and just ignore it. Ignore you know, just ignore it. Get on with it, and you know you could probably uh, forget all this stuff in about a week. You know, people forget about this stuff really quick. But people, uh, this sure was a popular set of takes. Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of likes coming in for this. But yeah, I think that Pastor Michael, who's dividing the church in this? Now, and I'm not even talking about Thabiti. Let's talk. I'm. We're taking. We're going to take a step out of this. We're gonna. We're gonna to go to where I think our listener was. Are the are is women's ordination the problem? Mm. Is that is this kind of the big or these are that set of issues? Or is the issue are these dudes that are just gonna say what they're gonna say no matter what? Yeah. Well, I mean you have to say, I mean, even just looking historically, like what is the historical norm of the church? Even if you wanna argue that the scripture is not clear, which it is, it is clear, right? Uh, so so Paul very clearly says. I uh, do not permit a woman to teach or exercise authority over a man. It is actually in, in direct contradiction to the, the reality of how God has made men and women. It is, it is an attack on nature itself, okay? And it, it is rebellious to God. Um, now, let me say that and also say there are real Christians who believe that uh, female ordination is okay. There are real Christians who are women who are ordained. Mm -hmm. I, like I have no problem believing that. Um, it's not right. It's not uh, you know. It's not good. And like, it is, it is a higher form of rebellion than some other things. Right. And so like carried out to its logical conclusion, which by God's grace does not always happen. Right. Uh, it it is like the end of like you said. Like it takes you through the whole scripture and it removes right. core doctrines of the faith. And if right, it is yeah. There are many individual cases where it's never taken to its the final conclusion yep. and but and thank god right? yeah you know thank god that's that right because we you know we see this in in any level of error or inconsistency of which i'm sure i still have some but on a grand scale it's always taken to this right yeah it's right. like oh yeah. is this a slippery slope yeah yeah that's why the main lines yep. are gone right every, are, are every gone. time every yeah. single on time a, and again historically like what is the practice of the church 
Right. It is not this. And so when you bring this in, it's like, yeah, well, like, you know, female ordination is perfectly okay. It's perfectly acceptable. It's perfectly normal. It's weird if you don't accept it. That is actually what is dividing right. the and, church. And, and, um, right. And this is, and this is what you're saying. This is an important point. The kind of division that most of the Bible spends, like when we talk about true division, we're talking about this kind of doctrinal division. Why aren't we in fellowship with churches with a a woman pastor because of this of this aberration from scripture they chose yeah of this degradation of ordination of office of the church's practice of what the plain teaching is that's that's why we're not in fellowship with them yeah of course there are individuals who on an individual level are and I'm sure Pastor Michael has many stories of this that will never make it to even a, a closed behind the weight wall <laughs> story of people who are problematic, of individuals who, as I mean, we the example of the person, there's nobody else but me, right? Who remove themselves from the church because yep. of their own character, yep. their own divisive it's common, spirit. Right? And yeah. that, like that is common. And I guarantee I've not gone through, like this is, you know, I, I maybe saw people sharing this tweet, but this tends to be the kind of thing I don't look at a lot. If for no other reason than I know that probably it'll end up here. And so, yeah. I, you know, I get some right. fresh takes. But uh, it, it's also, like, I just don't care, right? right? Most of my Twitter is, like, you know, it's it's a mix of maybe some, you know, other pastors uh, in the PCA and uh, a whole bunch of uh, farm <laughs> farm and agricultural uh, Twitters lately. But... Uh, I guarantee that I could go through those who replied to Thabiti, even of names I know, and think, oh man, why are you being so like offensive about this? Why are you being so uh, over the top about this? Right. Um, it. Let's just be honest, there's a certain kind of Southern Baptist that really, like, when you see how they interact online, you think, I don't know that they know that they come across this way. Yeah. You know, it's like, there's a lot of, especially old men that get on Twitter and they, it's kind of like what the beady does, honestly, yeah. you know, like, yep. it, like you sound, you sound like an extremist and I don't think you realize that you sound that way, right? but you really do sound that way. So, so pastor Michael, is it an okay attitude to have that? Uh, you know, we might call it, I don't know what we want to call it. The, you know, I would personally never get, I have a woman pastor, but I'm okay. If that's a decision yeah, you that's, make. That's such a, right. That's such a Weasley way of getting around it. You yeah. Know? It's uh no, like. Like, like I, I, think, I think it's a rebellious sin against God, but of course it's fine for other people. Right. <laughs> no, like or that's evangelical. Like, yeah, no. If you're a commentary, now you can say that not all sins are equal. Right. Like there, there are distinctions. There are differences. Um, it can be true that there be a, a woman in the pulpit who preaches an actual gospel, the actual gospel, and people get saved. Mm -hmm. That is, that is not uh, to say that God blesses that particular person in that role. It's to say that God is gracious and he, he acts in gracious ways, even in ways that we wouldn't understand, right? Like even, even in places that, that we don't understand. How many times have you sinned and out of your sin, God brings some kind of tremendous amount of like right. healing and good and reconciliation of some kind. And to such an extent that you would say, I don't know if this would have happened had I not fallen into this particular sin at this time. Yeah. He does that. It does not make the sin okay. It and, never does. And this is how you hold together, right? Because when, you know, Thabiti is talking like this and he's seeing uh, women in the church, right? And that maybe 
maybe you as a listener were in a church with a woman pastor who actually taught you the actual gospel. How do you hold together the fact that that happened and we're saying it's a sin and that it's bad? It's, but this is what the Bible does, yep. right? When the Bible says, the, the, when the state of the people of God or the society are so bad, when children and women lead you this way, when, they, when the roles are being taken like this, God actually still works that way. Yep. This is why Deborah has to go get Barak to go lead the army. And he's like, yep. well, I won't do it unless you come with me. Right. And that's to Barak's shame. It's to his shame. But and, God still delivers the people. And yes. he still delivers it. And she is still even heroic in that way. Now, that is not an argument for women pastors ever. No. Ever. No. So please, please, person who's going to clip that <laughs> yeah, on that, me. Please don't. I'm going to come at you as hard as the beanie <laughs> Okay. Did. But... This, but this isn't. But it is an. It is a way that we can hold these things together. Yeah. This is where it's not so simplistic. You need to have a kind of second order thinking that can happen. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. We hope this was helpful to all of you, especially our listener who asked us to do it. We are happy to do it because we're celebrating 100K. Okay, here we go. Also, thank you, Epic Church for this song from your Genevan Salter album. Listeners, you can get it on Spotify and Bandcamp. Please check it out. I'll link it in the show notes.